It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast, your one-stop shop to dominate fantasy baseball and football. Come get some. Yo, baby, yo, here we go. Let's start the show. It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. We're finally back. I'm your host, Jeff Trello, with me as always, my brother from another mother. Good to see you again, my dude. What's up, Trader Andy? Been too long, my man. Yeah. I figured you were going to mess up your intro because you haven't done it in a while. I, I um, forgot. I actually had to take notes. Uh, I forgot what to say. But well, because okay. when you're here, you're family. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've been holding that one, huh? Absolutely. All right. All right. And flanking him to the left, as always, is the Greek god of mock drafts. It's Mr. Nick Mimi. What's up, dude? What's going on? What's uh, up? Welcome back. Uh, thank you, thank you. It's like we're having a battle here for who has the worst lighting today. Because I put be about right. four seconds into in, into working on my lighting. You 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 look like you're back with the Taliban. It's dark there again. Who me? <laughs> yeah. Hey, laundry, laundry room. I gotta I gotta hide. All right. Cool. Cool. All right, guys. We always start off with a victory lap. Nick, do you got anything good for me that happened? I haven't talked to you in about two weeks. Of course, I do. I got my two favorite running backs in the offseason, Austin Eckler and Jonathan Taylor. They're, they're showing up. I remember a time in the offseason, and we, we talked about this, where Carson Wentz, Nelson, they both got injured, and people started taking victory laps. Um, Jonathan Taylor's a bust. Well, 76-yard touchdown last night said otherwise, and Austin Eckler's on the hottest team in football right now. So both on my fishbowl team. I'm pretty happy about that. Hell yeah. Eckler is, is number two in PPR scoring overall uh, among running backs. And I think Taylor's just out, just inside the top 10, like number eight or number nine. So good for you, man. Congrats on that. Just stay healthy now. And another victory lap well, before this week, I was number 10 overall in Warrior Bowl. And then Mahomes decided to shoot myself in the foot on that one last night or the other night. So you're taking you're taking a victory lap for last week. All right. Yeah, two weeks ago. We were on last week. Well, yeah, that's true. That's it. true. True. All right. Cool. Cool. You've been holding that one. All right, Andy. What do you got for me? Well, uh, we're gonna go away from football for a minute. It's you know the end of the year. I'm getting ready to uh, click on my trophies and cash from all the uh, leagues I won. Uh, I also had one of our bigger home leagues. Uh, I had like uh, three points away from a perfect season, which was uh, pretty impressive. And uh, I'm pretty excited about that, but I'll be bringing back the same team next year too. So it's on, but real quick, before we get into anything else, I just want to throw, before we get into some negativity stuff, uh, I just want to say for everyone who went to the read, uh, the rally for read, I'm wearing my little shirt today. Uh, you know, all the proceeds, they did really well there. It was a great outing and I appreciate everybody who's uh, stepped up and helped us out. Nice, nice, nice. All right. My my victory lap is personal. I got to see the sun today. That was really exciting. <laughs> it, was, it was the first time I was telling telling my wife. It was the first time in more than two weeks that I drove to work or home from work and the sun was out. And I like that. It was nice. All right, Nick, let's crash and burn. What do you got? Uh, Fishbowl last night. I, uh, I needed a monster game out of Jonathan Taylor at 34 points. I scored 187 points. My opponent was 0-4. He had Lamar Jackson. He scored 267 points last night. So, shot. Yeah, that there was a lot of that. A lot of people went to right. sleep last night. Right here, right here. Thinking right here. that they were they were down and dead or that they had had a, a, a an easy win. 
and there were just so many ways it could go wrong. Whether whether it was whether it was uh, Marquise Brown, Lamar, JT, uh, Andrews. Andrews, a whole bunch went off. Man, I went to sleep with four minutes left. I had a I, I had a, a three team parlay that had the Ravens money line. I was just absolutely shocked to wake up and see that I hit it. Uh, that was pretty nice. Free couple extra ducats in in the uh, the account. Uh, we'll come back to you on a crash and burn. Be mine's the same thing. Fishbowl, uh, nine count them nine players on injured reserve. Nine, nine. players on nine. injured reserve. I am now on my fifth quarterback in a super flex. I'm on quarterback five and six. Oh, I'm currently two and three after I was in the uh, I, I, I was in the uh, top, top 20 in points after week two. It is not looking good. Uh, yeah. So, Andy, what do you got for me? No. <laughs> well, this is uh, a crash and burn for uh, Fancy Plus reality. I, I mean, I'm just going to throw up in my mouth that I'm actually going to put a bid in tonight, a heavy bid tonight on Chino Smith. I mean, what what does this world come to? I hate fantasy football just because of this. You're going through five guys. I, I've got everybody's hurt too. Burger surprise. Gino. That is definitely a vomit in the mouth type of pickup, and I'll be making the same pickup myself. And, and that that's the same so thing. Like. You know, I we saw Gino Smith firsthand, so we know he sucks. And that's why me and Nick were saying the same thing about Sam Darnold. And what is he? Garbage. And look what's going on. He's reversing. All right. Anyone got something they want to rant about before we get into week six? Ah, hold on. I do. I do. Hold on. Uh-oh. Is he going to do sit-ups? Push-ups? Yeah, ah. So, half hour before the show starts, my son tells my wife and I that he's getting bullied in school by one of his friends. First reaction, I want to go beat the dad up and flip out. I told him to hit the kid, and I did all this crazy stuff because you know I'm taught – you, you need to stand up for yourself. But I guess it's a different time now. Now she has to reach out to the teacher. But if that doesn't work, I'm going to school. I don't care. But that's my rant. And I, I know it's you know it's my first time being a parent. So be it. But I'm going to protect him. He's not getting picked on. All right, carry on. Are, are you actively threatening somebody over the internet right now? This is cyberbullying. <laughs> I, do I don't even know who do he that. is. I don't even know who he is yet. Eric's dad. Yeah. Henry, Henry, Henry. All right, you're canceled. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's been nice knowing you, Andy. Cyber bully. <laughs> All My right, kid, let's bro. get into week six. Uh, Nick, let's start with the waiver wire first. Yeah. The article's up on stackattackfantasy.com. Uh, let's let's uh, start off like we usually do with the running backs because that's usually where most people are looking when they're making their waiver claims and yeah. dropping 50% of their fab budget weekly. So who's jumping out on you this week uh, from the running back perspective? Because I'm definitely looking for yeah. This is a big help. this this is a big week because you got the bye weeks coming up. Uh, Saints are on bye. Alvin Kamara's out. Um, Michael Carter and the Jets has been emerging. He's out. Um, Elijah Mitchell. He's done. By the way, Trey Sermon. He's droppable and redraft at this point. Um, I, I will take all of that. And scoop ah, it I was all waiting. Up. I was waiting for that. <laughs> and just just wait six weeks and and then and then take a victory lap. In week 12, when I'm already out of the playoffs, that, that he went off. <laughs> so there's a few running backs that, um, that are going to have value this week in the, in the uh, waiver wire process. Uh, if you look at the Bears, uh, Khalil Herbert, he's got something going on right there. Uh, Damian Williams was the top ad, but Herbert, 18 rushes for 75 yards. 
I mean, it's not flashy, but Williams had 16 carries. Herbert had 18 carries. So it's showing a true uh, split in that backfield. So if you need a running back there, he could be your guy. Um, but but is there a PPR value there? Or are you looking at like he's Damian touchdown Williams. dependent? He's touch, yeah, Damian, touchdown dependent in PPR, right? Yeah, Damian Williams was the one with the uh, pass catching. I think he had two catches in that game. But uh, Herbert's gonna be the ground and pound guy. It looks like just from that at least stat line. And then the uh, the big news was Saquon's ankle, of course, getting rolled on once again, and he is out probably. I would say a good month possibly. Uh, Devontae Booker filled in pretty good for him. He uh, 16 rushes for 42 yards and a touchdown on the ground. He had three catches on four targets for 16 yards and a receiving touchdown. Uh, he's a solid RB2 play at this point. Um, Giants are pretty bad, so yeah. they'll be playing from behind, so it looks like he'll be getting a lot of receiving yards. And Dude. he could have Mike Glennon playing quarterback next week. Oh God. Dude, I, I drafted Devontae Booker in fishbowl. Just because Andy's such a hater and non-believer in Barkley and, you know, the expectation for the injury and everything. And I just thought, I'm like, that's such a great play. Yeah. And I took him in one in the waning rounds and everything like that. Waved him three weeks ago, two weeks ago, to pick up Quintez Cephas. And I thought it was a genius. I got him for like two bucks out of 100. Super, you know, looked super freaking awesome. And now here I am. Three weeks later, I'm going to put in a bid for Devontae Booker and wave Quintez Cephas. And so I'm hey, reverse, well, reversing the trend. Well, if it makes you feel better, I uh, I cut Cordell Patterson after week one. Yeah, so, that was my uh, fault. I told you. I got that. it. I, I blame you for that. All mine. <laughs> I got I got to own that man. But the bottom line, it <laughs> the guy, right. the bottom line is that Patterson is just straight up. Uh, he, he's he's a, a weapon. weapon. He's a weapon. And as much as I said, and, and my analysis at the time was, you know, he's he's big play dependent. He's going to be touchdown dependent, and they're just not going to ground and pound him. You know, he's not going to get enough touches, but he's doing it, and he's getting the touches. And he's he's right now he's a he's a top five RB in, in and uh, for PTR some reason. Formats. I've been looking at my best ball teams. I have a lot of shares of him. I did not realize that. Oh, good for it's you. Working. It's working. Right. Yeah, it definitely is because that's a last round, <clears throat> last round grab. So yeah, yeah. So at this point, the Giants are a disaster. Um, Saquon's out. We could be talking a month. I don't know. Fade that, him always. But that, that ankle was huge. Yeah, never, um, never owned again. But he's a tough player. I think he's going to want to try and come back. But the Giants too, they got to think ahead. I mean, they want to give Saquon a contract at some point. When do you start? And you're one and eight when he's back. Are you going to push him back? Are you going to force him back? No, nope. I don't think he's going to play a full backfield if they're one and eight by the time he comes back because that schedule is brutal. All right, so Booker is probably a fifty percent of Fab kind of guy. Yeah, right? I uh, it's painful. Nope. <clears throat> no, no, yeah. my fish league especially for you. It's, it's going to be probably more than fifty. Oh God, for me. Oh, two dollars. Uh, and it's disgusting because it, it, you know, you know, we were talking about this privately. If you're in a situation. <clears throat> Where you're one and four or two and three or three and two with injuries, there's no reason to hold any fab. You got you got to start it. blowing it. Like like it's now or never. You're going into the bye weeks, and you got an opportunity to take a couple of impact players here. Like you you have to take that no matter yeah, what the, the format. And the thing is, this is this is the week you save your waiver for. This is the week mm. you save your fab for. I mean, this is bye weeks are here. Teams are hurting. Um, you got to do it. And some of these running backs. I mean, these two alone. I mean, Booker especially is probably the top ad 
outside of uh, Daryl Williams from the Chiefs. All right. So, so Williams, what do you think? You're looking at three or four weeks? Yeah, well, well, Clyde's Edward Hilaire, he's, uh, he's on IR now. So minimum three weeks he's going to be gone for. Uh, you do have Jarek McKinnon in the backfield. Andy perk up because the return of the Mac has been rumored to the Chiefs. Um, I think Jeremy Fowler of ESPN was reporting that today. So that's a, that's a legit possibility. Uh, as of now, Daryl Williams is the guy. He's the one you should be looking at. I do cautious myself with the amount of waiver priority I would use on him, just with the Mac news. But I think this week he's going to get the full carry. I mean, he had five carries, 27 yards. He also saw five targets in the air. So and the Chiefs surprisingly have been losing. So he might be playing from behind. He might be getting a lot of work. Um, a lot of analysts today are even saying that he might be playing better than uh, Edwards Hilaire. So this could be a good pickup. All right. While, while we're on uh, Daryl Williams, I, I, I want to bring him up and ask a question of you guys. I, I, I got it. We, we've talked about this league quite a bit. I, I have this dynasty league that I made 3,000 trades in and I acquired – uh, four first round picks and several second round picks. So I have five of the 12 first round picks going into next year's rookie draft. That's it. Um, and, and I traded back. I had no first round pick, anything, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm five and oh. Okay. So I absolutely got some luck going on and I killed it in some other areas, but this, this I, I got a trade offer, um, today, uh, somebody wanting, a number one pick from me. All right. So, so a next year, pick number 12. one and a next year, number three, obviously I have next year, number ones to give and I'm five and oh, so I'm comfortable giving my own expecting it to be the, the back end of the first. Okay. So my team is in shambles right now. So I, I, it's a super flex and my quarterbacks are Jalen hurts and Daniel Jones. So I don't know if I have a quarterback for next week uh, outside of outside of hurts. My running backs, I usually start Mike Davis on, on, on the bottom end, but I have Dalvin Cook, who's questionable. Davis is on a bye. Zeke Elliott is a little banged up, um, and then I got nothing after that. My my best running back is Jamal Williams, okay? Uh, wide receivers, I got Mar Marquez Callaway on a bye. I, I just lost Quintez Cephas. Julio Jones is hurt. DeAndre Hopkins hasn't come into form yet. Mike Williams is the wide receiver number two overall, and then my my tight end is Gasicki, and I had Gronk who's not playing. So I got injuries everywhere. I could barely feel the team. So this guy is offering me now, mind you, super flex, and I only have two quarterbacks on my roster. This guy's offering me Daryl Williams and Jared Goff for a one and a three. Mm -mm, no, it's no. a five. It's a five and zero team that I can barely yeah. feel the lineup right now. No. And Daryl Williams is going to be an RB1, RB2 for the for next three, four, month. For three, four weeks. And you have so a lot of first-round picks. Right. And I have the picks to give, so it's a possibility of – I'd fish, I'd fish a, elsewhere. A 5-0 and o team going to 5-4. and four. I'd fish elsewhere. All right. All right. So, you don't, so you're basically saying that Daryl Williams is not a high-impact player for the next four weeks. <laughs> In dynasty purposes. Yeah, just this I, year. I don't care about the if future. If you're playing to win this year, the future's right? always net. The future's. I mean, I got five first round picks, and I'm five and zero. Oh, so, why not play for right now? You have extra draft capital. I'd counter with a two and a three. Uh, you know, I'm not, Goff's, you know, I'm Goff's not getting it. With, well, if I 
if I offer my one, it's a back end number one. So it's really yeah. technically like a early two. Same same situation. And I really I really like my my early take on the college football landscape and next year's draft from a skill perspective. It's not close to the last two years, I don't think. No, and the quarterback situation looks horrible. Yeah, the quarterback situation's down. I mean, there's a couple of guys I like, but it's it's not that special. I'm yeah, already looking at I'm already looking at mock drafts. You gotta play the Herm Edwards thing. You gotta play to win the games. I'm on Tigerthon every week. We got picks four and picks twelve. All right, all right. So I'm gonna hold for now, and I'm gonna look at that later on and and cry if it's wrong. All right. So Chris Carson is still questionable with a neck injury. So are we picking up Alex Collins if he's still out there for you? Or yeah, he's um, last week. Yeah, Pete Carroll was saying that uh, he turned a corner, um, Carson, but. You don't know how long, how how much this is going to linger. I think Collins is a very safe handcuff play, um, especially, especially if you have Chris Carson. And no Wilson. No Russell Wilson. And no Russell gonna, Wilson. There you go. That yeah. first-round draft pick looks awfully good next year. just going to say that. <laughs> yeah, I know you're loving that. Uh-huh. Give me, give me, a th- give me two top ten picks. Yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, Alex Collins, what are you saying? You know he's probably gone in twelve teams. He's a, yeah, spots, he's, right? he's forty on ESPN. He's forty-two percent rostered. I mean, if he's if bucks. he's out if he's out there, go get him. But I wouldn't make a big priority unless you cool. have Chris Carson. Cool, cool. All right, another guy I waved in uh in Fishbowl a couple of weeks ago, Ramondre Stevenson, a couple of inactives, and now mm-hmm. suddenly he gets uh, what like eleven carries or something like yeah. that. 11 carries, crappy yardage, 23 yards. But um, Damian Harris trusted to go the out there and get the ball. Yeah. Damian Harris fumbled the ball at the goal line, and now he mysteriously has ribbon uh, chest injuries. Jonas Gray route incoming. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say about Belichick. I mean, Brandon Bolden's filling in the James White role, and if for some reason Damian Harris sits, Stevenson gets a full workload Sunday. All right, nice. Uh, the, the other running back you mentioned in your article, AJ Dillon. Obviously, he's taken in all twelve team formats, but yeah, he's, he's probably only he's probably flex eligible, right? Yeah, he's fifty six percent rostered only in ESPN. He's not fully rostered. Um, yeah, I think, just, I think that's because it's a lot of ten team. Yeah, a lot of 10 eight, team eighteen weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's definitely someone you want to peek at, see if he's there. I mean, he had fourteen carries and five targets. I mean, I don't know. If Green Bay never freaking gives Aaron Jones a full workload. Oh. It seems like. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of Green Bay, that's hilarious because you know the, there was this. Uh, we we're talking about Crash and Burns, and you know what Jeff Crash and Burns should have been—that he has twenty leagues A's in, and he only has one kicker. And who's <laughs> that kicker? Mason Crosby. Crosby. <laughs> that's, that's just like it—it <laughs> it, it, it couldn't have even existed, right? Like, how did that even happen? That was terrible. They missed, was they missed five field goals in, in eight minutes. And I had all of them, and I I refused to play in leagues with kickers. Well, even oh. even even worse on the East Coast here, they they cut the game for the Giants Cowboys. Yeah, people. I always get my, I, my my parents are actually watching. And my mom texted me. She's like, "Wait a second, we wanted to watch this game, not this crappy ass Giants game. Like oh. they suck." I I was I was just glad that that uh, Crosby had the decency not to celebrate afterwards. <laughs> like he just walked off. Like I'll go. I'll show myself out now. Yeah, so. I'll leave. I'm nothing to brag about. All right. And I am I, convinced that Aaron Rodgers threw that first game, by the way. Oh, geez. That, that's bold, Cotton. <laughs> All right. All right. I, 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 want, I want to peek ahead a little bit at DFS. Uh, you, you know, some of the higher-end players. 
Uh, Derek Henry has a tough matchup this week. Uh, Buffalo, we're probably mm. going to stay away from him, even right. though he's he's my moneymaker in DFS. No, he's Monday night, Monday night, dude. Monday yeah, night. well, we're, we're looking at the whole slate. So, yeah. Um, the, the, the moneymakers this week will probably be uh, Najee Harris, who has a great, great um, matchup against Seattle, who is just leaked to running backs, and your guy, Eckler, who plays, uh, I, I think, Baltimore, right? And they just bleed out to running backs as well. So a couple of high-end plays there. Um, might be a little scared of Aaron Jones playing in Chicago this week. I'd avoid, I'd avoid that. Yeah. Um, DeAndre Swift looks pretty good at home against Cincinnati. He's he's uh, he's like RB number six overall, I believe, right now in PPR formats. Um, James Robinson, you know, oh, you're, you're, yeah. um, you're probably Sorry. you're probably not playing in uh, many DFS uh, contests that include the nine thirty in the morning game. What guys? What's better than waking up at nine thirty and watching your team get spanked <laughs> before before the day even starts? Oh. I mean, I, I, got, almost, I got home at I got home at three a.m. from work, and I slept for a few hours, and I woke up to that debacle. All right. And at nine thirty, as soon as kickoff happens, my wife looks at me and she goes, "Oh, you're a shop right for me." <laughs> One of those oh. things. Yep. All right. Let's move over to the uh, wide receivers, and I think Nick, your number one guy on the waiver wire this week, also comes from the New York Giants. So. Talk to me yeah, about you, have, Tony. You have to put him up here as the number one. I mean, his status for next week is questionable, but what he did on Sunday was phenomenal. Uh, 13 targets, 10 catches for a buck 89. That's a, that's absurd. I mean, granted, he tried to throw a punch at somebody with a helmet on, bonehead, but um, it doesn't seem like he's going to be suspended, maybe a fine um, injury. Keep an eye on. Maybe he has to miss a week, but you do have to remember the Giants had literally nobody to throw to. Kenny Galladay is glass. Sterling Shepard's out. Darius Slayton's out. Saquon Barkley's ankle is like three times the size of a golf ball. So he was the only target. But it shouldn't take that to get your number one draft pick targets. Uh, I think he's going to stay like this. I think he's going to start every week from here on out. You did the monitor who's playing quarterback also. If it's Glennon, you fade him. So something to keep an eye on. But I'm going to challenge you on that. Uh Because. because Hey, we got a like on Facebook. Look at that. There you go. Kadarius Toney. The last two weeks, and obviously he's only been a factor for two weeks. Yeah, no, number one in the NFL in mm-hmm. yards after the catch. Yeah, so that. just get him the ball and let him make a play. Yeah, like, like that's what, that's doing. what he was. That's what he was from Jump Street. You know, that's mm-hmm. I I I remember saying it. I have so many shares of him in uh mm-hmm. in, in Dynasty because he was going drafting. in the middle of the second round, and I did pretty well last year. So most of my picks were were kind of you know, at the back end of the second round and I was missing out on Terrace Marshall left and right. And I was taking Tony as, as a consolation prize. He he's got such a Tyreek Hill, like skill set. It's, it's, it's crazy. He, he was making insane catches. Like this kid's good. Yep. So, I mean, it just goes in a mindset of get your, get your talent, play the ball. I mean, I know we were talking about the giants, but look at the jets. They're not giving Elijah more of the ball. He's on the sideline half the times. Get, get these kids the ball. Right. I, I, I don't play in too many leagues where Kadarius Tony's available, but I would recommend uh, th- this is like a 75% type type of fab player. He's going to, he's going to blow up. Yep. He's going to have, he's going to have a huge season. Um, even if he misses a week, he's, he's going to be fading onto the waivers. Maybe he'll be a quick drop by some, somebody. He's, he's perfectly fine. There, there was, 
there was some chatter about uh, about Judge saying that he was kind of yeah you know, playing it week to week, but it turned out that he was misquoted and he was talking about the defensive back with a similar name. So he 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 said Kadarius Tony's perfectly fine. He's practicing. Well, for anybody in my leagues, that he anybody in my league. <laughs> yeah, don't don't talk about home leagues. Move on. Yep. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, so we've talked about Rondell Moore here a thousand times That's over. That's we've fine. talked about Amon Ross St. Brown here a thousand times over. Mm-hmm. They're back on the radar. What do we think? Yep. Uh, Rondell Moore, did you see the one sick catch he had in the sideline? He had a touchdown even called back from him. But the problem is it's Arizona. They have the four receiver sets. You don't know which week who's going to pop off. So that's the only issue. We start Rondell Moore next week. A.J. Green gets five touchdowns. We start A.J. Green. Christian Kirk goes off. It's an endless cycle. Yeah. Um, I'm on Ross St. Brown. He's starting to pick it up little by little. Every week we're seeing improvement with him. Uh, the Lions literally have nobody else to throw to for the most part. Uh, Quintez Cephas actually broke his collarbone. Yeah, he's so done. He's done. So expect more target share for uh, Ross St. Brown. Right. Uh, it's actually a pretty good week for wide receivers. I mean, Mecole Hardman came on the radar. He had a good game. Tyreek was a little banged up, but it looks like he's 100%. He's you know, he's always there. I, I'm, I'm not so sure. I, I'm not worried about Josh Gordon as a Hardman owner. but No, no, no. I don't know. But Marcus Callaway is 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 readily available. You mentioned him. The one thing I would know, I, I would note, and I'm the guy in my, in my fishbowl league that got Callaway going into the season on the first <laughs> waivers. His last two games he's really popped off but he's had two absolute circus like touchdowns that weren't skills it, 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 it was a, a hail mary and another wacky jump pass whatever so if you take those two Sell touchdowns high. out he's still pedestrian so i'm not high. really you know yeah and, and and uh mt is getting ready to come back maybe after the bye yeah my um my buddy my dave who's on last week two weeks ago with us He's in a situation where he has Callaway in a dynasty, and he was telling me that he has Saquon, and he wants Booker. And, of course, Booker's roster in a dynasty. So he's like, oh, who should I trade for him? He mentioned Sutton. He mentioned Callaway. He mentioned Miles Sanders. I'm like, throw Callaway at him. <clears throat> Start there. It's dynasty. The uh, the Booker manager might just want to unload him quickly. Sell high. Yep. Yep. Uh, what about, what about Rashad Bateman? You think he's, he's ready to come he's, back? Um, yeah, he's coming back next week. It sounds like they, uh, they held him out last night. He probably would have had 30 touchdowns too, but, um, he was getting a lot of hype in the preseason. We talked about him on this show left and right. Um, I think he's going to play very well. Might start maybe a little slow in the first week, but that starts right there. He was a very good college receiver and I, I want to see him translate over to the NFL. Nice. And the last, the last wide receiver in your article, Tim Patrick. Yeah. Uh, I think he's double digit PPR points every week, but one. every every week but one. Yep. He had so, nine targets on Sunday for eighty nine yards. Judy is still out. Um, Sutton and the Tim Patrick show. KJ Hamler is out. Um, Noah Fant was not really involved on Sunday for he's, whatever he's, reason. He's invisible. Um, Tim Patrick's a guy. He needs to really be rostered more. He's sleep. He's under the radar. He's a great flex play, honestly. And All I'm right. gonna, and really, if you look at your home leagues, I bet you won't even be picked up tonight. All over. All right, all right. So look, looking ahead at uh at, at DFS for the week, quick quick quiz. Could you guys tell me who's number one and number two in PPR points for wide receivers this year? 
Marquise Brown is number two. He's not. He's number four now. Oh, number four. Yeah. It's Cooper Cup number one and Mike Williams number two. Would you believe that? Wow. Mike Williams is on fire. He had two I got great shares grades. everywhere. Shares everywhere. But I keep benching Mike Williams because it's just like I look at it and and, and in bad <clears throat> matchups, but he's still popping off like it's crazy. And Keenan Allen and Keenan Allen's been faded left and right too. He's it's just strange. Like what's different from last year? Because last year he's healthy. Keenan Allen was a massive target fiend and mm -hmm. Mike Williams is, is, is the alpha now big time. Yeah. I don't think it's going away either. Who's the offensive coordinator for the chargers. Uh, Lombardi. Where was he last year? He was in the saints last year. Yeah. He, he said, uh, that, uh, he, Mike Williams is going to, is playing his Michael Thomas role, and that's why he's popping off and Keenan Allen's fading. That's why I heard. I heard. All right, cool. Good, good nugget there, Andy. I like yeah. that. No, I'm a baseball All right. guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so more more guys. The guys on the high end that are that are uh, in a in a great spot. Tyreek Hill, if he's healthy, uh, the 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 football team gives up the, the second most PPR points to wide receivers. Devonte Adams is always the guy, but the Bears are are just bleeding to wide receivers right now. Marquise Brown, the guy you just mentioned, is in a bad matchup against the Chargers, so he's a little bit more of a stay away. But we'll get more in depth on that at a later date. So, you, what do you want to do next? You want to do tight ends, or you want to do quarterbacks, Nick? Let's go to tight ends. All it's, right, that's uh, a pretty popular question whenever you see it. The uh, position being pretty scarce. Right. All right. So David Njoku. Look pretty pretty solid he, he this week. No no joke. No yeah, joke. That yeah, was not Austin Hooper. <laughs> Hooper's your guy, right? Yeah, I love Hooper. So Njoku came out of nowhere. Right. So what do you what do you think the prospects are moving forward? Because he's generally available. He's actually available everywhere in, in the fishbowl in my league, which is yeah a tight end seven, premium. So seven targets for a buck forty nine and a touchdown. That's pretty good. I, I mean, it was pretty much a straightforward shootout. Um, I think I saw a crazy stat. I think teams were 400-0 when they scored over 40 points and did not turn the ball over once. And then the Cleveland Browns were the first loss ever. Um, but no, Njoku did great. Sustainability is the question. But um, if you're in need of a tight end, for example, I have Tyler Higby. He's pretty much ghosting right now. Maybe I take the risk and I throw Njoku in there for a week and see what he does. And if he takes off, you keep him in. It's like a Dawson Knox situation. He's going to keep doing great and great. All right. So any any other tight ends that you're looking at if if uh, Njoku go, goes a little bit too high? Did, before you even go to anybody else, is he is Njoku worth a fairly large bid? Or no, is this no, like not a 10 at all. Guy? No, not even 10%. I would go 5% tops. I don't but, think he's – I don't think he'll be picked up mostly all over. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be the kind of guy that somebody is, is who has George Kittle and is, feels like they're mm -hmm. in trouble is gonna see that 149 yards and just think like, oh, all in. Someone's gonna pick him up this week. He's gonna put up a stinker next week. They'll immediately drop him, and then we back on the waivers. He's gonna pull Max Williams. Gotcha. Exactly. <laughs> um, outside of him, there's two of the tight ends I put on there. Uh, Dan Arnold from Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence's safety blanket, eight targets, 64 yards. And then the other one I put on there was uh, not somebody we expected, Hunter Henry. Uh, John o. Smith got the big contract, and Hunter Henry's making noise. Uh, eight targets, 75 yards, and a touchdown. 
he's, Listen, he's Hunter, the guy right now. And, and Hunter Henry has Dallas this week, who just absolutely is a sieve to the tight end position. They they've gotten eaten alive. So and he's only I think thirty nine hundred bucks on DraftKings. He's going to be in. He's going to be the heavy heavy owned tight end mm-hmm. this week. So as he, he should be. He's in a great spot. Uh, that's it for your waiver wire for tight end. Uh, yeah, and then we get the quarterbacks. Come on, all right, a- Andy. Andy, quick DFS look ahead. Uh, you know, Ke- Kelsey has Washington. He's seven thousand on DraftKings. Or you're going to go to Mark Andrews, who's playing the uh, the Chargers for two thousand dollars less. The Chargers are the third worst against the tight end. That's probably going to be pretty popular, right? Yeah, it seems like the place place yeah. to go. Yeah, I think I think we'll be building some lineups with both uh, Hunter Henry and Mark Andrews in it. That's that's going to be a nice a nice GPP build to to get you where you want to go. Yeah. All right, Nick. Let's transition over to the quarterback position. Yeah. yeah. Vomit <laughs> in my mouth. Oh yeah, I already am. I have acid yeah. reflux here. <laughs> all right. So Russell Wilson. Gave us all the finger. He's going to be out for a solid month, maybe more. And so I guess we're looking at Geno Smith. Yeah, Geno Smith. If IK Income Paula, whatever his name is, doesn't punch him in the draw again. Um, <laughs> yep, I get the Jet fans will get that reference. Um, it's Geno. I mean, you're only drafting with Superflex or. Uh, or you're desperate. Yeah. yeah, no, he's he's not an option at all in any one quarterback leagues. Two quarterback leagues, yeah, I would, I would, I would put a waiver in for him. I have Russell in a league. I'm gonna have to put a, a bid in on him. It sucks. How much? How much? I'm not saying it. No, I mean, no one's yeah. listening. No one's listening, bro. So uh, just tell me. Pigbird's listening. Pigbird's listening. <laughs> no, he was listening. He's gone. Which, mind you, on our our, our football <laughs> league, second place right here. I see you charging hard, Jeff, in third there. Yep. Th- thank I you, think Joe Miller's in first place. Yep. Oh, he's in, he's two weeks in a row. He's in here. He's in here. Top three represent. Yeah, buddy. Nice. All right. And then so, the other quarterback put, put on there is another super flex option. Davis Mills. He threw four picks the previous week. And, of course, against Belichick, he goes off. But um, he, that's nothing there. Yeah, no. I, I can't do it. So, nope, don't, so, don't do so it. I, 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 I'm in the fishbowl. I, I have the I have Tua and Brissett. I'm praying I have one of them. With Tua's him. back. To his back, he he is not going to play this week, dude. No, they they're saying he should be playing this week. He's designated for return. They they designated him for return, which starts his twenty one day clock. He was seen throwing today. He's a possibility for practice tomorrow, and they have to fly across the world and go five time zones over. I he ain't playing this week. Yeah, come on, man. You're t- you're talking about practice. Yeah, yeah. come on. He ain't playing this week, man. But what do they call it? Oh, practice in in London is training, and it's not on the field. It's the pitch, right? Right there, Ted Lasso in the uh, upper right. I feel like a little lead, lead tassel right now. Get all fired <laughs> up with this crap. <laughs> By the way, that was awesome. Now, if anyone is listening, uh, Ted Lasso was a great uh, thing. Jeff got me into it, and uh, I bought into it. I watched yep. the first two. It's great. <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right, all right, all right so, Nick, so Nick, let's wrap oh, it up on Geno Smith. I need help here. A second, we see Pigbird five and zero in fishbowl. Oh, uh, he's still here. I thought you said you you were here, so I thought you were gone. He's five and zero in fishbowl. Yes. He's five and zero in fishbowl. He owes us his life because we got him into the fishbowl. 
and I, I, I made him as soon as he, I, Mike, what was it I said to you when, when, uh, when you showed me your final team, I said something like, make sure you thank me when they invite you on stage or something along those lines. The team is sick. I, that, that's better than what you used to tell me. You're like, oh, I, I would tell you my team. You're like, did you pay for the league yet? I'm like, no. He goes, run out the back door. <laughs> <laughs> and I always made the money. I always made the money. Yeah, horrible nice, though. Nice, nice, nice. All right, so back to back to Geno Smith in a league Come where on, you're man. a super flex and you're you're decimate. You know, I, I'm I I'm currently two and three in in fishbowl with a with a really strong score wet in, into the eight hundreds because I've had a couple of strong weeks, but I've lo- I'm now on my fifth and sixth quarterback, so I'm looking at starting Brissett and Davis Mills. How much am I putting on Geno Smith out of my remaining budget? Oh, and Superflex? Yeah. I would say, yeah. Oh, God. I would probably, if you need a quarterback, I'd probably say close to 50, 40 or 50. Yeah. Sure. I, I think the move is just beg in my uh, in my group chat for them to be lenient on me and be nice and just let me have them for free. On a quick rant, on a, oh, oh, yeah. go. No, you go. go. No, I was just saying, quick, on a quick side note, if you go to the uh, Scott Fishbowl website, it um, now updates if your team is projected to make the playoffs. Uh, I'm at two and three, and I am projected to make the playoffs as a point wild card right now. How, how many points do you have? Uh, eight fourteen. All right, I have the most points in my league. Um, three and two, eight hundred sixty-three points. Uh, there, there, there you are. You are projected to make the points at eight hundred. Oh, you're the, you're the point guy. You're the point favorite. You would get a buy right now. He he's he's in the minor leagues though. Like his. His league is like silly. <laughs> he might, right like, now, Andy. He's Andy like, oh, can right I pick? Can, can I pick up this guy, Alex Collins? I'm like, he was drafted in my league. Everywhere. I got, I got lucky, man. But, but the, there's a, <laughs> yeah, there's some guy. The, yo, there's some guy in the league that's one in four, and he has 11 points less than me. I hate head to heads. Wow. But, but that's what's great about this <laughs> about this format is it doesn't matter. Points. There, there. I, I would be uh, in on points. Uh, who is it? I think it's. It's uh, Dustin Wilson, who was on our show once. That's in my league. He's one and four, and he's projected to make the playoffs in my league. So, well, the guy that beat me last night put up two sixty-seven. I'm sure he's in there somewhere. Yep. All right. All right. So, Geno Smith, fifty percent of your Fab budget. This is not what I want our listeners to leave us on and think that that is our advice for the week is to spend fifty percent of disgusting. your budget. It's disgusting. There. I yeah. hope he loses every game. Yep. All Thank right, Tom, baby. A- a- any anything else with uh with with quarterback this week? I mean, so there's Josh Allen as always. He gets Tennessee, and Tennessee's been a sieve to the, keep, to the quarterback um, position. Just for redraft, keep an eye on Derek Carr. He might get cut because he's had a couple of bad weeks. He's got a pretty favorable schedule coming out of the bye. Yeah, you never know. I mean, they already cut the they already cut the coach, so you never know. Yeah, new offensive system there. <laughs> Next. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he he's actually a top twelve quarterback as it is. So yeah, and he, yeah, yeah, I would not it, be surprised it, to see him cut in uh, standard leagues. Right? Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, all right. So what what are we doing if you had Daniel Jones I, sitting, I, I, sitting and waiting? Yeah, it, it's a concussion. I mean, you, is there you a chance throw, that he this week? You can throw a couple bucks on Mike Glenn, and I don't think anybody's going to put money on Mike Glenn. Don't do that, please. Don't. But if you have Daniel Jones, throw a buck on Mike Glenn, maybe. Right. 
Yeah. Uh, what What do you think about Tyrod Taylor? Is he a week away or? How's his lungs? Oh, geez, his lungs are. How's it? Fine. How's it? How's the doctor in Houston? Yeah. Listen, I don't want to talk about. <laughs> listen, I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something publicly, and this is gonna be painful. Like, oh it absolutely hurts to watch freaking Herbert every week because I was, I was so yeah. team to it, one thousand percent. I, I thought Herbert was the bust of all busts. He didn't. He never in his life took a snap under center. I I do recall you he, saying his first pro game. I and do he recall just you looks that, like freaking John Elway that night of the draft, saying that if the Dolphins draft Herbert over <clears> Tua, <throat> I'm never watching them again. I do recall you saying that. I, I meant it. I meant it, and I live it. And I mean, there's but still you know hope. What? I think I mean, it's I think it's the offensive system too, because that team is stacked right now. I mean, he's got Eckler, he's got Mike Williams, he's got Keenan Allen, he's got Rashawn Slater, who's all pro tackle right now. I mean, that team is clicking fire in all cylinders, right. coaching everything. Right, and, and, and to it to his uh, to his credit, Tua has about uh, six career starts at this point. So, you know, I mean, we need an offensive line. That's obvious, but Herbert MVP candidate. Oh, and Neil, <laughs> I hate you. That's my buddy Ed Neal, but uh, it, it hurt me to see that right there. All right. Anything else at quarterback before we get the hell out of here because I'm heartbroken? No, nah, nothing. Nothing <laughs> at all. All right. So, so uh, Nick, when's the uh, trade deadline? In real football? For the NFL? I think it's November Okay. So, so we're like two weeks away. Is there any targets two weeks away that we should pick up now that possibly could hit later, like a Marlon Mack type or – yeah, I didn't mention this before. The, before going on the trade, I did mention this too. Dallas Goddard um, is on the COVID list and has a very – I'm sorry, Zach Ertz has a very juicy matchup Thursday night against the uh, Bucks. Um, if Goddard's out, I'd be firing up Ertz left and right. Um, trade deadline-wise, who knows? Um, Scheffner put out a report yesterday that said teams were calling the Ravens about their uh, garbage disposal of running backs. So – I don't, I don't know what to take it out. I don't know if that's just the Ravens trying to bluff something, but Marlon Mack, I think, is the, the key name to keep an eye on. Deshaun yeah, Watson I, to, I mean, to the Dolphins? No. What's that? Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins, maybe? It's not going to – I mean – I know, I know, I know. It might happen, but it's not going to happen in the middle of the season. No, you can't. Then you have to establish a system with him. It's just It would just wouldn't work. Right. And and they shot themselves in the foot because he, at one and four, they don't even have their own first-round pick. They have San Francisco's. They swapped them in, in that whole uh, debacle of the two trades in the same day. So yeah, Eagles right now have three picks in the top ten. Yeah, uh, crap. All right. Anything else intelligent to add before we get the hell out of here? Set a keep couple an of eye smart things on, in the beginning. Keep an eye on your drop list and the roster percentage list. Some studs might get dropped tonight and swoop them up. All right, cool. Andy, anything to add? No, no, I'm getting ready for the bas- I'm re- getting ready for the basketball season. I'm doing a bunch of basketball basketball leagues. If anybody has so many questions, because no one really does basketball, but I'm there on Twitter if you need me. Is right. uh, Patrick Ewing available with the first overall pick? Because that's why. On that thinking. note, there's nothing else smart to say. Let's move on. <laughs> if we're going, if we're going fantasy hockey, I'm taking Scott Niedermeyer. <laughs> hey, at least you knew somebody. That's pretty good. I was, I was a Dallas I, fan. Listen, in the listen, listen, I have done some really strong bankroll building betting on on period totals in hockey 
I can't name two players on, on, on any team, but I've made some good money just bet, betting overs and unders on periods because it's, it's some of these teams, just, just the way they come out at the beginning of the game are, are, are lights out and others second period lights out lots of money we made, but I'll put that out on Twitter. I'm not going to take any of that time up here. <laughs> All right, guys, it's been a pleasure. It's been nice to get back on the air after two weeks of, uh, of grueling <laughs> hell at work, but this has been the stack attack fantasy podcast. I'm Jeff Trella at J Trella 20. This guy over here is at and Mimi, the first guy in the history of Twitter. My man, Trader Andy, at AMAC22NJ. Trevor, once again, as always, thanks for all you do. Take us on out of here. Peace, guys. Boom. I am leaving in the morning. Raining now if you see fit. Come on, give me a break. I just need some sleep. In the morning.